How many of you love Jesus this morning? In so much an excellent an overcoming spirit. Now, how many of you know that God called you to live with an excellent spirit? Somebody say an excellent spirit. It wasn't the devil, everybody. Everybody turned their head. It just failed. The nail is weak. <laughs> you know, church folk, we get spooky. <laughs> you know, we spooky. In so much of what? An excellent spirit. Oh, yeah, you know, it's the hour of spookiness. An excellent what? Spirit. Somebody say an excellent spirit. I, I, I want you to know that God has anointed you and appointed you and left you an inheritance in accordance to your operation of that spirit. You have the ability to overcome and obtain all that God called you to be. Can somebody say amen? How many of you know that you have an inheritance in Christ Jesus? Come on, how many of you know you have an inheritance in Christ Jesus? How many of you know that the adversary wants to divert the destination to that inheritance. And you have to understand that God is more interested. God's covenant is, is called to make sure that you meet the demand and the destination of that inheritance. And so what God did to make sure that you meet the demand and the, ex and the point of your purpose uh, 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 to that uh, uh, experience of what he promised you, he said, I'm going to send my spirit to make sure that you meet it. Somebody say an excellent spirit. As Christians, as believers who are called to win souls to this kingdom, how many of you know we're called to win souls to the kingdom of God? Everything that you're here for is to become all that you're supposed to be, who you're called to be. You are the light of the world, See, a, 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 a light that cannot be hidden. How many of you know I'm not going to be hidden too, too much longer? Some of y'all in hiding, that's all right. We're about to get you out of a, 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 a hibernation. Don't bears do hibernation? Some of y'all in hibernation, but God is saying, I need to get you out of hibernation. Because everything that I put inside of you was not to hide you. It was for you to come out so your light can shine. Tell somebody, it's time for me light to shine. How many of y'all feel like your light's time for your light to shine? What is telling you to hibernate might not be what you think it is. Sometimes what we believe about God keeps us in a, a place where we feel like we are not qualified to manifest. But I want to ask you something, because if you're waiting on you to manifest and not waiting on what God put inside of you to manifest, who are you trusting in? Y'all got to hear me. If God called you to wait on you, he wouldn't have died. But he did not wait on you to get it right for him to die. He waited on you to receive and understand who he is in you. And he's saying, I'm, I need my church to wake up. I need them to what? To wake up. And in order for them to wake up, they have to understand who I am. How many of you came Sunday and was blessed by that? How many of you learned you're free indeed in Christ Jesus? 
So I want you to understand, we talked about the government of love, and I taught you how God looks at the situation. And we learned last week that it's not God who puts you in situations. It's not God who puts you in circumstances. But we learn it's our misunderstanding or our lack of knowledge. Because God came to give us the victory over death, hell, and the grave. I also told you God ain't the only one that's popping your tire because you think you did something wrong. So you have to understand what God designed, how he designed his spirit to work inside of you. You know what? I wasn't going to put this in this class because it's not really fitting for this class. But I believe it's going to help us this morning also. How many of you know that the Bible don't save you? How many of you know scriptures don't save you? I could tell how quiet God, it messed everybody up. See, this is the problem. Because how in the world we're going to be saved to something that we don't understand? How many of you know reading the Bible don't make you know God? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That, come on, we need to hashtag this and bring this around the world. Because what the devil has tricked you to believe is that the scriptures that you know make you know God. And it's a lie from hell. The Bible said they read the scriptures for in them they think it gives them what? And it make them to believe they are somewhere that they're actually not. Which means based on you thinking because you grew up in church, you think you know or believe you know God. And it's not saying that God don't love you. That's not what I said. I said what you think you know about God, not what God know about you. It's what you think you know about so that's the error that's happening in this generation. It's not what God thinks about you. It's the problem of what you think you know about. And what you think you know about God is on a faulty premise. And how many of you know when it's on a faulty premise, it won't stand? How do I know that? Because you're not standing. And the reason it's hard to stand is because when I believed a lie long enough and I come into another revelation, I realized my last faith was a lie. I realized the thing that I believed about God last, how many of us God showed you something new and you were like, God, I don't even know if I want this right now. Oh, y'all ain't going to tell me the truth. How many of you ever told God, I lived like this and I thought this for the last seven years? Some of y'all like 15, Pastor, 15. You think you just, you're going to just accept God said that's not the way. When you mature, you do. But what is it in us that want to keep our way even over God? Somebody said Revelation. Revelation reveals a new part of God that you didn't know. It reveals what? That. So, so sometime when God reveals things, it shows you, you, you might have had a part of the story, you didn't have the whole story. Okay? So, so what's happening is, for me to get you to the destination of, of where you're called to, I have to position you right. Somebody say positioning. Many of you right now, you got too much in you that God wants to do in you, but you got to get your position right. Tell somebody he's positioning me, he's positioning me. And, and, and because I'm too sold of the things around me, my friends, my family, my co-workers, my, my, my neighbors, whoever it is, I'm not, I haven't learned to be willing to, to, to be willing to allow God to work in me to have an excellent spirit. 
Why do I need an excellent spirit? Without an excellent spirit, it's hard for me to be chosen. And when I don't know how to be chosen, I force my choosing. I force my what? That's why most churches fall. Because they go into governmental, uh, 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 political stuff. And this is not a political kingdom. It's a God kingdom. Which means God governs it all. Somebody say God governs it. Which means when you flash your badge in front of my face and you think that qualifies you more than the grace, we got a problem. And so we have to restore his people because my job for you is to get you to your promise. My job is to help you not only, I, I'm, I'm a believer, it's not just for salvation, it's to help you also and adhere to the promises of God. Because I don't believe salvation is separate from the promise. Uh-oh. Because it takes me to receive a promise to even <laughs> obtain a promise. Tell somebody I'm going to my promise. Now I want you to understand, in so much an excellent spirit, spirit, Daniel was a type. He was what? He was a type. And his attitude... He, was, he, he grew up in a Babylonian system with an evil king. Let's not say evil. With a carnal king. You say, why is this important? Because you got to learn how to engage with Babylon without becoming like it. Hmm. The average Christian knows how to go into Babylon but without becoming like it. And the reason why we don't know how to do that because our spirits have not been trained. Now, I didn't close that door when I said the Bible don't make you saved. So let me go and close that door real quick. God is a spirit. He's a what? So his word points to him. Okay. So there's two things, since I opened the door, I'm going to give it to you, and this is going to help anybody who's called into any high things in ministry. The Bible says, study to show your, study to show your what? So what are you studying? You're studying yourself to show your, to who? To God. But if you were studying God, why are you saying studying to show yourself or prove to God? You're studying the God of your spirit of yourself when you come to the house watch this they're called to study you too they're called to what but what are they studying about you what you study on what you call approve is this too much okay all right so when you study to show your and you come in the house we say yeah that's God that's God but all that heavy revelatory stuff that don't look like God, but you gave scripture justification that you didn't have an understanding or a grace to understand, that's not God. That might be a familiar spirit. So we got to ask, why do I keep believing things are God that's not God? Because for me to qualify God, I need God. For me to what? 
So most of us didn't even know what I'm talking about right now. So how do I justify my revelation? Okay. So I want us to understand as a body, as Christians, how many of you know you don't join no gang without going through the process? I think they start with the, uh, 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 you know, they start with the... Uh, Initiation, you, you get, they make sure you got a dog, you, you got that dog spirit in you. And then they bring you through different trials and tribulations to make sure that you're really going to die for us. Okay? That you ain't going to give up on us. It's something about the church, though. We didn't understand that there's initiation process. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. But everybody got badges. Everybody, no, I'm a part of the kingdom of God. And, 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 but my revelation never meets the end goal of the outcome. And something is, is, is messing the, the mentality up. We are making God's name to no effect. We're making it to no effect. Because everybody seems to know what God said. How many of you know God don't speak that much like that? Those who know God, he don't speak like that, that much. I don't care which YouTube channel tell you every day, God said. I knew it was going to get quiet. I already know I'm not here to be your friend. For me to even say this, I know something that you don't know. But see how, you see how easy it is? We don't even know what church you go to. Did we even qualify your God set? You know, that's our favorite channels. You know why it's our favorite channels? Because it seduces us out of the responsibility of submitting to the process and the paradigm that's actually conducive to our actual spiritual growth. So it excites me on the Bible. It doesn't teach me the spirit of the thing. So it didn't tell you how to walk with that spirit. And check the spirit and know the principles associated with this. Why am I talking about this? That's not even my message. I, I, I need to help you to understand God needs you to humble yourself a little bit better. Tell somebody I need some humility. Sometimes you're in trouble because you're not humble. Okay? That's why I'm talking about this. Sometimes my trouble comes because I'm not as humble as I thought I was. Because I'm qualifying what I thought was maturity. I thought because I studied God, excuse studied the Bible that I knew God. That's a lie. Which means I have to even test you in your spirit, man, to know your maturity. You can be very mature in the scripture, but very ignorant of the spirit. It took a man to know God to write the Bible. It took what? It took a man to what? To what? Okay, so I want to mess up your prayer time. Because you keep telling me you just read the Bible when I asked you about your prayer time. And I didn't ask you, did you read the Bible? I didn't say that you studied to show yourself approved. I said, do, do you know the approval that God gave you by your spirit? Tell somebody, thank you for helping my prayer life. Which means I got to get engaged with the God. I got the word is to point to the God and when I engage to God I'm studying the God and when I study God watch this I study to assess what God is doing that I can know it's approved and now when I hear the preacher say this is how that principle works," boom you say ah ah I've been doing that ah you know what you just did 
that I know it now. So now you have an authority that God can breathe on every time he speaks to that part of you. Let's do it. Let's, let, 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 let's get to it. Tell somebody it's time for me to get to it. So, so I want you to understand God called us to be imitators of him. Somebody say imitator. He, he's calling you to be imitators of him. Go to Colossians 1.19. Because for you to have an overcoming spirit, you got to know what, you, what you're overcoming. What, what are you, where are you going in this life? How many of you want to know your purpose a little bit better? How many of you want to know who you're, what you're called to do in this life? Okay, I'm going to help you a little bit with that, all right? So you can be inspired to serve God. Because see this uninspiration? You thought God didn't want you to be inspired. How many of you know you got you to stay inspired? But how many of you know the devil don't want you to stay inspired? Which means he has to blind, keep you blind so you don't see the right thing to fight for. Can you say amen? For it pleased the Father that in him all the what? All the what? The fullness what? Should dwell. And by him to recounsel how many things? To who? To himself, by him, whether things on or having made peace through the what? So he's made peace, he's recounseled all things to himself by him, whether things in heaven or the things on earth. You know what that tells me? That the spirit inside of you have already overcome and it's already recounseled all things to itself. The problem is you are only going to obtain it in accordance to what you know he's already done. Okay, okay, okay. Are you telling me I'm held back from what I don't know he's done? Yeah. That's why ignorance, they perish, not because of the devil. They perish because of the lack of knowledge. And if they keep loving lacking knowledge, I got to reject them. As priest of me, as priest of me, and their children. It's not personal, but the infection is going to infect everything that I did not design. So I love my children, but I still got to separate them from the infection that denied my knowledge. Okay? So uh, I know, I know it, it gets deep, but, but, but I need you to understand, don't reject knowledge. Don't reject it. Don't what? Tell somebody, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Be teachable. Keep learning. Ask many questions. Ask what? Don't ever, don't ever, if something is not working, keep asking. And if somebody rebuke you for asking, get away from them. What did I just tell you? Anybody who rebuke you from asking a question, get away from them. Dust your feet off and walk away. You say, what if they got a title? I just told you what to do. You know why? Because anybody who knows God don't reject his people. Anybody who knows God knows that it takes questions to get answers. Y'all got to hear me. And the problem is the devil stopped you from asking questions. The right questions to get the right answers. Which means, it's interesting, how many of y'all want a raise at your job? Can I tell you something? The reason why you don't get them, because you're not asking the right questions. 
And when you're not asking the right questions, you're not getting the right answers. And if you're not getting the right answers, you don't know what they're looking for. In your mind, you think you know what this realm, how this realm works. It's a lie. An employee mindset is different from a management mindset. I told you I'm called to leaders, right? Okay. An that means I believe you're all leaders. Tell somebody amen. amen. An employee mindset is different from a management mindset. An employee, I expect them to slip and mess. And then go cry about it and excuse their mess. A manager don't get that benefit. A manager, I need to ask you, where was the napkins? And why you didn't get the spray to clean it up? Because if you talk like an employee, you're in the wrong place. And it's not personal. But we need to go ahead and put you back in place. Why are you talking about that? Because you have to understand in the kingdom, God has to respect his name. And he doesn't want Christians to keep praying to him, believing that he's just going to push them in this realm and they're not trained. What he's saying is, see how you handle the, your attitude in this small, this, this, this lower uh, warfare? I need you to understand if I promote you right now, you, that attitude is going to be in that. And it's going to destroy everything that I called you to be. So sometimes it's better for you to walk in the way that I'm calling you to go. Can you say amen? amen. No. There's an attracting of things that I want to help you out to understand. How many of you know you, it, you're actually attracting where you are right now? You attract who you are right now. And say this is who you are in God. You actually attract who or what you are right now. Okay? That doesn't mean even if you're more, things are not going to come, with, come to you. But you attract the things or where you are right now. Which means if you don't learn to command a new realm, you'll never enter in. Okay. 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 If you don't learn to what? A command, a, a command of a new realm, which means everybody wants to grow. How many of God called you to grow? Okay, you got to command what your growth is. Because you're used to a realm that's not conducive to where you're called. So God is saying, I need you to understand who I am so you can learn to command the realm. I got to command. I got to command it. I, I got to battle it. How many of you want to get out of poverty? I got to get out. How many of you want to get out of where you where you always been? I got to. You got to command the realm. Can you say amen? So 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 God is recounsel all things back to Himself. He's trying to get everything not only in heaven but also on earth. Somebody say not only in heaven, but also on earth. Which means God is saying, I need my church to be in charge. I need my church to be what? No matter if you are a manager at Kroger, God is saying, I don't want you to stay an employee. The fate that you're going to have is to manage the realm so that whatever realm you're managing is happy because of what you're governed by. Okay? So he, he needs his believers to be in charge. But the first charge you have is to be in charge of you and your space of where you are. The first charge you have is, are you content with who you are with God. Somebody say, I must be content. Amen. 
Do you love yourself where you are right now? How many know sometimes in chaos it can be hard to love who you are? You keep cursing everything around you. You got to watch your mouth about what you're seeing. And, and, and find yourself thanking God for where he has you. Thank you, God, for this right here. Because it was my perception right here that's showing me why I'm not ready for there. I don't care if your air don't work. Thank you for the window can come down and push on that gas and get to work. But thank you that the wheel works. Thank you that I got a car to get there. Tell somebody that's why I got to start. I got to start there. I, I got to start with thankfulness. Why thankfulness? Because thankfulness is the revelation that I understand that I am with him and he's with me. Enter into his gates with what? So it's always thanksgiving and praise. Thanksgiving is the beginning. Praise is the after. Write that down. If you don't start with always, 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 you know you're in the right place when you always, thanksgiving is always the beginning. So you'll never have access without thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is always the first. Praise is always the after. I must be thankful and then praise come with at the end of my faith, the salvation of my soul. You know what that means? I know I was successful in prayer when I start thanking him for what don't even look right. Y'all got to hear me. When I start thanking him, even though my situation is all over the place. When I start thanking him, even though all my circumstances are all over the place. I, I, I know I got a good prayer. Tell somebody, this is a good prayer right here. I know I joke about your good prayers, but, but, but how many of y'all know that's a good prayer? When I start thanking him. When I thank him, and I'm not talking about you manipulating in your thankfulness. How many of you know Christians, we, we can be manipulated by thank? Yeah, I just thank him. But when I push you a little bit, you're like, yeah, yeah, I really just, I don't even, I just, I, I just, I, 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 I don't think we're in the thankfulness part yet. Because all of that has to come out of you. So, so thankfulness is proof that your spirit man was in the right place at the right time with the right God. Y'all got to hear me. So, so when I start thanking him, I've met my... See, prayer is a vehicle to an end goal. And when I'm praying, I'm, I, my end goal is peace. Y'all got to hear me. My end goal is joy. My end goal is thankfulness. I know if I leave this room and I'm not provoked with the thankfulness, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm going to be late today. i got to stay here until a thankfulness my spirit man and it comes out of me tell somebody stay long enough you're not staying long enough you you eating too many eggs in the morning before you stay don't you put that bacon in your mouth until there's a thankfulness in your lips let your lips say the same with the home almighty God Worrying about a biscuit. That, leave that biscuit and let it get cold. Put it in the microwave. I don't need no biscuit until I got a blessing. Y'all got to hear me. I won't let go until you bless me, God. I, that's, that, that, that's the attitude. I'm not, I got to get in here. And I won't let go until I sense the blessing. I got to sense the blessing. I got to sense the blessing. If I don't sense the blessing, I'm not ready for the day. I got to sense the anointing of this blessing. The, the blessing of the God. The blessing make it rich and adds no sorrow. Don't start with bacon. Start with the blessing. 
You cannot leave without understanding the technology of the blessing. This is why. Can I help you? Because what you keep running to that you call a curse was actually the blessing. But you was in the wrong position because of where your spirit was not. God said, <laughs> he orders the steps of his children. Didn't he not say that? Did the Bible say that? So the reason why you keep calling something a curse is because you don't understand the blessing and how the blessing works. Which means God knows I have anointed my people. And, and, and watch this, the ground belongs to you. Which means it has to respond at the right time. But it's looking for a type of you that can't deny you. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Think, think with me. Okay. It's looking for a type. But that type, it, won't, it, it, it has to respond to you. Okay. Somebody say the blessing. Remember, Jesus blessed you with heavenly spiritual blessing. Spiritual gifts. Okay. Some of y'all looking confused. He is the blessing. <laughs> okay, so watch this. But he's not only the blessing for heaven. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. You only think he's the blessing for heaven. And he's saying, I'm also the blessing of earth. Y'all got to hear me. So if you don't understand how to get the blessing from heaven, I know you're not going to win in earth. So I need you to train your spirit, man, to start winning with the blessing within so you have a type of excitement. So when you meet the challenge that you're supposed to meet, that you what? That you what? Why did you become a believer? Okay, let me, I know you, why you, you had to get saved. Okay, let, let me have you something. Can I tell y'all that God's so loving, but he, you know, God is so God. Y'all ready? You know what God did to us? Y'all ready? God brought us in because he's so good and made us his. Watch this. But you know what he did to us? Because we didn't ask to try to save people. Like, he didn't trick us. He didn't trick us, but it, he, he made himself so self of God that he knew, because he didn't tell us that when we came to the altar and say, we were, get, we were just giving our life. We weren't talking about trying to save everybody else's life. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do all that. I, 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 I was just coming for me. Who the sun sets free is me indeed. I, I, I wasn't trying to do everything else. But God is so God. Look at how you do it. He said, tell you what, I didn't tell you that part because I knew you wouldn't do it. I knew you don't like people because you weren't born. Like, I told you don't love the world. But I told you I saved the world. I'm like, God, you're so God. You died for the world that you told me not to love. I'm confused. You died for it, but I can't love it. He said, no, you know why? Because if you love it without me, you don't know how to handle it. So what I do is, I don't tell you that you're going to save the world. I tell you I'm going to save you. Maybe I shouldn't say this because they're going to know the secret. People going to, I ain't going to that altar. I know what God going to do now. <laughs> so what he does is, he makes us fall so in love with him. Oh, God, you just.
just so beautiful, just every day. And he takes you out of your mind and make you feel all this stuff. And then he says, something in you is going to make you want to go invest in others based on what I did to you. So everything that you're becoming was supposed to be a testimony for others. But why do we have this ministry in the church today where we're so broken but we're trying to go do ministry? That's not a good testimony. Oh, y'all make pastor won't sit down. I, the devil has corrupted our doctrine so much that we feel so qualified, but we don't even understand God ourselves. Like there's no joy. We walk in like this. I need help, pastor. But, but God is saying, I, but we feel obligated to ministry. So much so that we don't even tell the truth about who we are. What has destroyed us? I haven't seen you happy in one, the last two months, and you telling me about a position? What is wrong with the doctrine? Did, who told you that God was going to obligate you to this? And you don't have no pour over of a testimony of what he's doing in your everyday life. How many of y'all understanding this thing now? This is why God is saying, I'd rather everybody slow down. I need you to get a taste of me. I need you to know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And when it becomes your strength, you're going to know it's their strength. Not only are going to know it's their strength, because no longer, watch this, you're going to call on me for their strength. You're going to pull it out of yourself and say, get this strength that I just received. Jesus said, you're going to give the comfort that you yourself have received. He said, see this Old Testament God, we got to keep calling God down. This New Testament God, you pull it out of yourself and you say be healed be delivered be set free that is the calling for the new church we're taking we're trying to make God get off of this throne he said I'm already in the throne room of grace it's in your temple God wants you to get it out of you don't you go to work and tell them to come to your church again. You tell them the church is right now. Give me your hand. Oh, I had a good, you tell, I got a good, don't tell them this. Oh, I had a good prayer this morning. I'm about to deliver this prayer in somebody. somebody who, see, they become victims. You become victims of this love today. Give me your hand. You got to get this love. See, that's what the attitude is. That's what the what? Can I tell you something about this attitude? This attitude also, okay, see, some of us are not here until I say money, okay? I know your type, all right? Can I tell you about this attitude about money since you just love money? Okay, can I tell you? See, this attitude also helps you to see opportunities, okay? It calculates opportunities in the wisdom function. Say, hmm, you can do it like that, like that, like that. Yeah, they missed that part, they missed that part. Wisdom is speaking. So now when you go to the meeting, you say, did you consider this thing? And say, who is this guy? Who is this one? I can tell by their character. I can tell how they speak. I can tell by their mastery of the subject. Yeah, you, 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 we, got, we got to put you up. Somebody say, the Lord will call you up. You have to understand that you are attracting the promise or you're attracting the curse. 
Tell somebody I want to track the promise. It was supposed to be amen after that, but sound like we got afraid some kind of way. I don't know what happened there. You, you, tell somebody I want to track the promise. How do I attract the promise? I attract it with the word of God. If you are going through hard times right now, watch this. I'm going to help you because, see, your hard times, you don't know. Sometimes you're attracting a curse that you don't even understand you're doing. Okay? Hard times continually is a re revelation that you're reinforcing something inside yourself that's attracting that activity. Okay? Let's prove it. Number one, I want you to go with me. Oh, Jesus. Go to James 1. How many have been blessed so far? Go to James 1, 13 through 15. You ready? How many ever felt like God was, just, God was doing something to you? Y'all ain't going to raise your hand. I know you think like that. I know God is rebuking me, but God, I'm trying to get it done. And nobody understands, not even God. I'm just going through, going through, going through, and nobody didn't even understand, not even God. In fact, I think God got me like here, because I ain't, and the devil, and the devil, y'all ready? Watch this, let's read. James 1.13, let no one say when he is what? I am what? For? God can't be what? Nor does he. Don't ever in your life say God tempted you to do wrong. Don't ever in your life say God tempted you to do what? He said that wasn't me. Go to the next one. But each one is what? When he is by his what? Whose desires? His what? And are you telling me that the attraction of your desire brought the adversary around you? I do that walk too good. I, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you. <laughs> when you, you thought the devil just messing with you because you're you. And you know, church people, it's messing with me because I'm called. That was not the Bible said. That ain't what the Bible said. <laughs> I can tell you, you're right. It's, going, it's, not, it's, saying it's not going to come. But this type ain't coming because you called. This type coming because you got some desires and some enticements. I know the church don't like me on right by here. I'm going to help you. I want you to come back. Yeah, you call boo thing around you. Yeah, you call that, that wrong opportunity around you. Yeah, you call that wrong food around you. Yeah, you call, you call those things as though they are. You call that. And you did not know. That's why ignorance is dangerous. I thought the devil was after me because how good I was. I never considered there were desires in me that I was worshiping. And through my worship of those desires, I brought the Kremlin around me. 
So all of the stuff that keep going haywire is because somewhere I'm not teachable because I don't understand why these things working in me because of my need. That's why the, uh, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, which means my want is causing my desires to go to the attention to bring my intention into something that I don't need to be in. So if I'm going to change my trajectory, I got to change my attention. Tell somebody it's just an attention change. Yeah, you might have to turn some numbers out your phone. Uh oh, I'm about to mess with somebody. You, you're going to have to turn. Uh, you can't visit everybody. You, no, no, no. We ain't going to, we ain't no dinner date this week. Uh, no movies this week. I, I, I need to protect my focus. Tell somebody I got to protect my focus. If I don't protect my focus, I'm going to put my attention and bring my intention into desires that I didn't even know was working in me. How many ever had a wrong relationship? Don't you put your hand up. What allowed you to do that? I know you never think about that. Some of y'all clocking out right now. You done clocked out, walked out the room. You done walked out the job. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> back. What desires did you think is going to make you? You made it fitting for you. You didn't consider what God said. Okay? All right. So, the attention. So, what brought the attention? Okay? We know the desires and the what? Enticements. So, what is the devil does? Okay, this is the law of attraction. Somebody write down the law of attraction. Okay, so what is the devil attracted for? This is what he's attracted for. Now, that's what he's attracted to. Your desires. Okay, go to uh, 1 Peter real quick. We're going to go through some scriptures because I need you to see. Watch this. Be sober and what? Because what? The adversary, the devil, walks around like a what? Seeking whom he what? Verse 9. Did I give you one? No, I didn't. So what is, the, what is the adversary doing? He's seeking who can what? So the attention of that devouring, he came to steal, kill, and he came to what? Steal. He came to what? He came to? Question, if you didn't have the blessing, what is he trying to do that for? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. What can he take if I didn't have anything? <laughs> y'all gotta hear me y'all gotta hear me what are you trying to do to me if I didn't have anything okay that means I have been blessed with spiritual blessings I just don't know what I've been blessed with all right so he comes to steal commit. so he's going to devour he's going to look at those desires and he's going to make sure that he optimized them he's very very smart I didn't say he was wise I'd say he's smart in fact he's wise too the Bible says, be wise as a, oh, he's wise, let's go to the scripture. But there's a wisdom that's from God. If you don't know how to, to, to look through that type of wisdom to find God, you're, you're always going to get beat by that type of wisdom. Okay? That wisdom usually shows up in a familiar spirit. The reason why that wisdom shows up in a familiar spirit, because when you're not trained in your spirit, automatically it's going to sound, look, and be perceived like God. 
but the, the, there's greater desires that's driving your choices that you didn't consider because you didn't have the tools. Okay? So when you're tooled, you do more than one test. You do how much? How many of you know you got to test your thoughts? You got to test your revelation. It comes in seed form. It comes in the full form, but you got to test it. Say, so is this me? Is this beautiful woman that I'm about to take on? Is this cute man that I'm about to take on? Is this a me? Or is this you, God? I mean, I haven't had that question. Don't put your hand up. And then where am I testing this from? Tell somebody, got to be by the Spirit. All right. So, now, if the devil comes to devour, go to Psalms 23. What, what is God coming to do? How do you attract God? Watch this. Surely goodness in. It does what? It, it does what? What is mercy doing? Can I ask you something? Why is mercy following you? It's attracted to God in you. And it's also attracted to the God that's not, that you don't understand. Mercy is attracted, it qualifies. For what you don't understand about the God that you have. Uh, that's what mercy came to do. The Bible said, come boldly to the what? Throne room of grace that you may receive in the time of need so you can obtain grace. What does that mean? That means you qualify for mercy to keep following you because of the God that you don't understand. That's how good God is. How many of you understanding this? So I want you to understand you attract what you have been abiding in. This is why, saints, no matter where you are in life, don't ever let your needs speak louder than his word. Uh -huh. Don't ever let your what? Speak louder than his word. Stop cheating. Stop stealing. Stop robbing. Stop what? Cheating, stealing, and what? <laughs> I know I messed up the class this morning. I told them what cheating, because church, the church don't know what cheating is. Stop cheating. Stop robbing. Stop trying to get ahead out of principle. But you're asking God to bless you. Stop cheating. If you have a problem, learn to abide where you are and do the right thing. Somebody say integrity. If you don't have integrity, how can God trust you? I, see, what I'm really after is, see, how many of y'all know Pharisees need to be rebuked? Somebody say Pharisees. Jesus will rebuke the Pharisees. But he love and he give away out to the disciples. Okay? So when I talk hard, that's, I'm talking to that Pharisee in you. Okay? So the Pharisee needs to rebuke. Okay? Because the Pharisee don't listen. How many of you have a part of you you know that don't listen? <laughs> Y'all can raise your hand now, though. Everybody raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, you got to get after that Pharisee. How many of you know sometimes you got to stand in the mirror and rebuke yourself? You're going to listen today. You got to get after that Pharisee. You got to put that Pharisee on the leash until you cast that Pharisee out. 
In the name of Jesus. Come on, we're going to cast that Pharisee out. Now, what I want you to understand is God, in his mercy, was trying to give you a way to become who you're called to be so you obtain all that he called you to obtain in heaven and on, on earth. But he knows if you don't have an overcoming spirit, any challenges that come to your life, you're not going to what? Overcome. So I need you to understand that you are in class to have a backbone to overcome so you can see all the salvation of the Lord for what he died for for your life. Can you say amen? But we got to get your focus back on the main thing. We got to get your focus back on the what? On the main thing. What is the main thing? The main thing is Christ Jesus and him crucified. The main thing is Christ Jesus and him what? And him crucified. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. That means, saints, when I say stop cheating, I'm saying when your problem speaks louder than truth and you use God's word to justify what you do wrong, it's not right. If you don't understand, you need to get somewhere where God can help you up. How many of you know the culture we live in is not the ones that's been before? How many of you know we live in a, a more a challenging time? How many of y'all believe that? Okay, so I want you to understand when, when we're saying things like this, it means that you're going to have to learn to focus even bigger, more than you ever tried to before. I know if you're not starting with the spirit, you don't have focus. You don't. You're off track. Your life going to be off track. What I need you to understand is don't make that some type of revelation. We don't need a revelation to see why, you, why we're going wrong. The revelation should be for the one who's walking by the Spirit, not for the one who's walking wrong. That's easy. So if we keep needing revelations for the one who's walking wrong, that means the devil's already tried to corrupt our doctrines. We're having big conversations, we don't need them. Hey, what are we talking about? We don't need this. This is not a deep conversation. The deepness comes when you study to show yourself approved. And say, oh yeah, that's how they work up there. That's how they work in heavenly places. That's how they work in heavenly places too. But carnality, that's not a conversation. That's, that's a place where we have to help you learn that God is good. That God is what? How many know God is good? How many know his mercy to keep following you? Choose life. Choose what? So that you can learn to overcome. God has promised you already. It's yours. You have to just learn to believe that it's yours and understand how that thing works. Tell somebody, I got to know how it works. Which means vision has to be trained. Vision has to be what? Don't you run out with talking about, I got a vision. Vision has to be trained. But you're one step away out of ignorance into your next level. You're one step away of what? Into your, why do we want you in your next level? Because it's the, the more that you're becoming like God, the more that you're obtaining all that God called you to and for, so that when people see you, they see light. 
How many want to be a bless a blessing to be a blessed to be a blessing? How many want to be a blessing blessed to be? A, how many y'all know? How many don't want to stop wondering if you have enough to give? Last scripture, Revelations two seven. He who has an ear, let him what? What the what? With the what? Spirit is saying what? To the churches, which means God is not going to speak to you at home by yourself. Before he deliver you out, he's going to speak to his church. All right. So I have a responsibility if I'm really by the spirit, I'm going to submit to my church. I'm going to submit to my leader. I'm going to submit to understand. And if there's the wrong leader, you need to find the right one. If you need to know what a wrong leader looked like, we can talk about that. Can you say amen? To him who over... Him who what? I will give him to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. You know what that means? That means because we're here to help you matriculate into maturity. When you learn to matriculate into maturity, you're getting the overcoming spirit. So every step that you take you're over, and you overcome, you have the ability to operate and function and eat the fruit of that land. How many of y'all want an inheritance spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially for your children's children? How many of y'all ready for it? See, you got you to be willing to, to really make a standard in your life. Say, tell you what, I'm tired of this procrastination. I'm tired of this, this, this sleeping spirit on me. You got to learn to get yourself up and say, God, what is your word saying about this in my life? What is your word saying about this part in my life? Many of you, you're overwhelmed by life. And it's understandable, and that's why Jesus came to save us. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? You're overwhelmed by your past because of abuse, misuse, neglect. You're overwhelmed by that. But you have to understand something with me. God died so you can be set free. Are you hearing me? And what I want you to start thinking about is, if I keep letting the lie of my past dictate to the truth of my future why become the very thing that I was trying to get away from why become the very thing that I hated why become that because I don't want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior why become that because I don't want to accept Christ as my what when he died not that I'd be right I'm wrong but because he's right and we're one. He said, be an imitator of me, son. Many of you, you've got to allow the word to start working with you and in you with his love. How many of you ever experienced the love of God before? Okay. That's your uh, priority to find out how to keep staying in that place with God. Tell somebody that's my priority. Because guess what? You're not interested in the Bible until you experience that word. This is how this works, saints. Don't ever stop telling people to go read the Bible when they don't know God. That's why the Bible says, how can they hear without a what? The Bible never said, how can they know me until they go read? It's interesting where we get this stuff from. How can they know me until they go read? That's not what he said. He 
said, how can they hear without a what? Now, why did they say a preacher? Because the preacher is supposed to have some type of oil that provokes them to say yes. When they say yes, his spirit says yes. And when his spirit says yes, their eyes open to say yes. So it should be a commensurate yes, yes, yes. I like that. Let's act like this is your Bible. Y'all ready? I'm going to teach you how the Bible works, all right? When you hear from the preacher, that's yes. I say yes. Yes supposed to come into my heart because he's in my heart. It opens my eyes to see yes, and then I say yes. You know, we do, we do the opposite. They said yes. I heard yes. I never go to the heart, and I start reading. Ah, ah, didn't Peter say, ah, ah, what is Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that story. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a new book for you. It's just a science book. It's only a science book to you. Yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember uh, Nebuchadnezzar? And uh, I like that story. You know, I like people. I like that story. I said, look at that. They love the story. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> No, 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 that's good. They got the story. That's a start. Tell somebody that's a start. Hallelujah. Get the story right. Please get the story right. All right? How many know we got to get the story right? All right. So I'm not devising the story. You need the story. All right? But what I am saying is the story did not give you a pass to know him. No, don't tell me that's not in our churches. I hear teachers all the time. If they only knew these stories, I say, Lord, come on to our mastery class. I'm going to have to help you understand something. Because you think, because you're teaching the Bible, people are going to accept him. Wrong. That's not what your Bible says. See, see, I have a problem when we're doing stuff that the Bible didn't say do. That's not what your Bible told you to do. The Bible says that all of us have an evangelistic expression according to our mantle. Everybody have a mantle, but you have an evangelistic expression. And the Bible, he told Timothy to, add to, uh, 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 to go as an evangelist. You know why he said go as an evangelist? You know why he said they can't hear until they hear a preacher? You know why he's saying that? Because they're going to believe on the word that's coming out of the church. They're not going to believe because the word they told, the church told them to go read a Bible. That means that your life bring them to you. Bring that child. Uh-oh, we're going back Sunday. Bring that boy to me. Bring that girl to me. Bring that, that co-worker to me. And if I can't bring them to me, I need to check the me that I feel that I'm called to be. How many of y'all right with this? If you're asking God to demand, you're demanding money, that's what you're doing. Every time you go to work, you say, bring that check to me. Bring that check to me. And whether you're using force or you're using your mind, you're still commanding that to come to you. But Jesus said, I want to give you a revelation that by my spirit, when you speak like me, you're commanding another realm. Which means you're going to control that business. They're not, they're not going to survive without you. Babylon can't survive without your spirit. Somebody say they can't survive without me. Which means because I came here, God has to bless this business. <laughs> because I'm here, 
God has to make this thing successful. Because I'm here. I'm, because I'm here. Daniel was there. He saved the Babylonian system. So now we got a problem because you don't think God going to save that system to do something of his will. This is too much, all right. God is calling you to hold a standard. But you got to clean out your closets. Throw away all the witchcraft. Yeah, God, he also showed me, I need to start te teaching us about what's witchcraft. Stop thinking candles are doing something. That's witchcraft. I didn't say you can't light a candle, but if you worship the candle, you got a problem. Repent from that. What do they call them new candles? The, they think they keep the spirits away? Do not, that's, that's witchcraft. Let me tell the camera, that's witchcraft. It's called worship of idolatry. That's called adultery. You worshiping not God. You think this candle is going to keep. Uh oh, now I think we got the message today. We think this candle is going to keep spirits away versus your spirit, the God in you that keep your spirits away. That's called adultery. That's idolistic worship. You just remove yourself from the responsibility with God to put it on the candle. That's idol. I woke up, I realized I have too many messages about this. Do we not know that you, if anything that you worship outside of that spirit inside that come from the throne room of grace, it is an idol. I don't mind if you got some the sweet, uh, what is it, sweet savior uh, candles. Call it what you want. Anointed bl blossom. I don't know. Like that baby. Say, oh, oh, it smells so good. But don't you dare worship that that wind. Yeah, that's keeping the spirits away. Why you can't keep it away? Uh-oh. Why you can't keep it away? That's idol worship. And it's introducing to the church. I hear church people talking about it now. Oh, no, see, uh-uh, no, 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 not, not here, not as for this house. What have you been worshiping? Check, check everything in your life. It, it's going to make, I know it's going to be hard. That devil going to wake up in you. But you got to know this is the devil in me. Tell somebody, it's okay. There's, there's things called self-deliverance. You got to know the devil part of you and things that are not you. I say, this not me. I get a, this not me. That's all right. How many know you got the power to get that thing out of you? Yeah. Amen. Come on, y'all too afraid. You got to learn how to self-deliver. I don't care what's... <laughs> A.K.A., Black K.A.s, 2K, whatever K.K. You, you are part of. Don't you worship it. Ever, 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 ever. You better watch your confessions. What they have class? Do you know they have services for this stuff? You, we are ignorant. We're ignorant. We didn't, we're not watching our worship. We're not watching. You don't know demons are playing with you. You're not watching your worship. You got to watch your worship. Anything that you keep separating from yourself to deliver you is idol worship. Anything, anything. 
It, did I say anything? That mean if you got a personal prophet that you can't hear until you call them. Uh-oh, I'm getting in trouble. We out of time. That's called idol. Uh-oh, I done took, yeah, go ahead and take them off a of speed dial. You know why? Because if they're the voice of God for you, you're not learning to hear God. And if they're reinforcing that, that you need to hear them to hear God, you're in trouble. That's called idol worship. God came for you. He didn't come for you to keep hearing them to know him. That's what Israel did. And what happened? They never entered into the... Why? Because they didn't want to meet God. They wanted somebody to always speak for God. All of this... See, how in the world God can impact our life and we haven't even closed the door? We got to close some doors to some things. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sexual promise. I know it's, I'm, I'm praying for sexual promiscuity. Close the door. Saints, there's a generation that's thinking that God is going to breathe even though we have all these doors open. Even when I was of the world, I, I knew to close the doors. I don't want that. I did it. I don't want it though. Put some boundaries up. But you can't just live in it and go. All of that, and you know what God is saying in that prayer? Close the door. Close. It's that simple. Close the door. You just you you almost cursed out your husband. Close. Go apologize. Hey, they rather sacrifice ra rather than obey. You, you know how we like to sacrifice. Because we thought we don't have, um, I, can, I can get around not doing that as long as I. Hey, I worship today. I ain't got to tell you nothing. You need to match with my spirit. Oh, that's a bad spirit there. The fact that we don't understand the principles of closing doors. It's, it's, it's a shame for us to preach over those doors that's open and make you believe that that's okay. But as long as grace is sufficient, that's a lie from hell. You are here to be all God called you to be. You were born and bought with a price. Tell somebody I have purpose. Come on, tell somebody I have purpose. And I'm not here just to live life for life's sake. I'm here to live on purpose. I'm here to live in the purposes that God has delivered into me. I need to learn where God have I been unforgiving? Where have I been unapologetic? Where have I, where is, where is offense hitting in me? Who am I still off? Who can I not talk to? Why? 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 I'm not telling you to call everyone, but why can't you talk to them if God has delivered you? Okay? I didn't tell you to go open up a conversation. I am saying, what is, why are you so distant? Why are you so angered every time you talk to them? Okay? Okay. But, but you want to shout. You want to dance. And there's nothing wrong with shouting or dancing. I'm saying, if you're doing that thinking that gives you the life beyond the curtains of being what God told you to do.
He said, they'd rather sacrifice than obey. But he said, obedience is better than what? If you were obedient and you've learned to taste the goodness of God, worship would teach you that there's something that you did not do right if you did not enter in. Okay, now we got another topic, but I'm done. Many of us are not entering in and we did not identify our last obedience. What did God tell you to do? Sometimes you got to be a Peter. Jesus said, one of y'all going to deny me. Jesus said, Lord, my brother couldn't live with that. He, he was hurting. He Lord, I mean, is it me? How many know sometimes you got to have that attitude? Like, no, nah, I don't want nothing on my hands. Everybody else was quiet, Lord. It's in the quiet ones, you got to watch them. I love the loud ones. We, we know you know. We know you're going to say what you got to say. At least we know where you are. Hallelujah. We, we can trust you. You're going to say it. Lord, is it me? Every time I pray, God, what is it about me that's not pleasing to you? Find it in me. No, I, I want you to even search. Spirit search. Do a, tell somebody to do a Google spirit search. I, I need a Google spirit search. Search, find every crack and crevice where I'm not submitted to your word so I can find somewhere where grace needs to be abound. Somewhere where grace can abound. Sometimes, it's too, how many of you know sometimes you can walk in a blessing, life get too good? This gonna mess y'all up. Sometimes I gotta find a problem. Because I won't be compassionate to you. So it's gonna look like pastor don't care, but it wasn't that. I'm walking in the blessing. So I got to find the problem. What the devil is doing to you, that's a problem. So don't, don't always think. That, but I'm trying to get you to the life that you can walk the blessing. That you walk the blessing. So, so sometimes it, it's a blessing to got to find the problem. Not where God has been telling you and we're not obedient. Tell somebody I'm going to walk in the blessing. It is your time. Go to your place. Find a place where you can start worshiping your God. And you don't leave until that spirit starts to arise and awaken you to the truth about who you are. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Stand to your feet if you can. There is a bomb in Gilead and you have to know that God has overcome all how many know you have the faith the faith that God has given you there's a grace with that, that to overcome no matter where you feel you don't have how many of you know God has given you grace you got to start focusing on what God is calling you to be and become how many of you know this system is doing a great job at stealing your gifts? Stealing your ideas, stealing your attention. I'm not telling you to go run after ministry. That's not what I'm talking about. If you're called as an entrepreneur, do that. But if a call as an entrepreneur, what I am saying is, you are not motivated because you get your check Friday. You need something that's going to give you a big, you need a big vision. Tell somebody big vision. 
I'm going to start asking you, where is your vision? And I need to see it on paper. Because without it, you don't need God. You don't need quickening. That's why you give God this McDonald's uh, stop by prayer. You don't need it. I check it, direct deposit at 3.15 every Friday. When you wake up, you go into robot mode. You go into what? You don't need the Spirit of God to do that. You don't need the what? You're in, you're in robot mode. God said, where's your vision? You know what he really said? Where's my vision? <laughs> you know what he said? Where's, where's your vision? You know what he really said? Where's my vision? Didn't I give you my mind? Where's my vision? Where is my vision? And I added, the way my vision works is you got to stir me up to know it. Okay, so this is how I work. I always have a vision within the vision. So even if I gave you a vision to start this job because you had to take care of your family, that was me too. But I didn't tell you to stop right here. Because anything that stops you from worship to me, <laughs> write down what God has said. Start going through it. Church, it's time to stop being ignorant. It's time to stop being what? You write so many plans when they make you do it at school because you think you're going to get another job. You only do this stuff when they make you do it. That means you're, you're accustomed to the system. You only do wise stuff when the wisdom of this world make you do wise stuff. But you have God. You have what? What if what God put inside of you, some family, some mother, some, somebody is waiting. Somebody is waiting on you to deliver. Somebody's waiting on you what? Deliver. Where's the delivery? What if your children are waiting on the delivery? Are y'all tracking with me? It's your time to see the vision. Not in yourself. In Christ, who's overcome all things. Lift your hands, close your eyes. I want to pray for you. There's a call. There's a call for his church to wake up. There's a call for his church to wake up. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that your people awaken this morning. Break every bound, every stronghold, every lie, every limit. Come on, I come after that limit in you this morning. I'm coming after that limit in you this morning. I'm coming after that boundary you in this morning. Everything that's been speaking to you, that you need to stay still, that you not need to move because of where you come from, because of where you've been. We curse that lie right now. We bind that assignment of hell that makes you not want to go after vision. The Spirit of God in you is calling you higher and deeper. A deeper place, a deeper place, a deeper place for His purpose. You are not where you come from. You are not what they said. You are not where you've been. You will not struggle with poverty. You will not struggle with anxiousness and depression. Father, in the name of Jesus, anoint them oppressed. Anoint them a breath. 
Some of you, you're letting lust keep you behind. Tell lust, I'm gonna look at God from today on. I'm gonna look at God from today forward. Stop letting lust speak louder than his voice. You are not addicted to men. You are not addicted to sex. You are not addicted to things that God did not tell you. You're just looking in the wrong place. I anoint your focus this morning. I anoint your focus this morning. See your God. See your God. See your God. See your God. God, you redeem us. Nothing else will do but you, God. Nothing else will do but you. Open up your mouth. Tell nothing else. Come on. Open up your mouth. Bless him.